0: It was a beautiful day in the garden of eden adam was moping around suddenly a light flashed and there was the lord why all the moping around adam i'm lonely and there's nobody here to talk to except for you and i never know when you're gonna come around And do you know what the serpent's been trying to get me to do again? Yep, go to the tree of knowledge and eat stuff. Look, I don't even want to deal with that drama. But I am with a missing rib that you took from me a week ago saying that you'd make a woman. Where is it? Welcome one and all to the Happy Go Moody podcast with your hosts Vivian and Natalia and today we talk about chronic complainers. Hello Happy Go Mooders! can I call people Happy Go Mooders? I don't know. Hello Happy Go Moody listeners, uh, yes, yes, poor God, can you imagine that conversation Natalia? Are you a complainer?
1: I am a complainer. You are? I think I'm natural complainer and I hold myself not to complain too much if people around me are not complaining, but if people around me are complaining I'm like, Oh good, I can complain too. Woohoo, yeah, it's hot. I need to pee. I don't like this. Let's go home. I don't <laughs>
0: Never experienced you as a complainer. This is very shocking to me. I was sure that you're gonna be like, no, I try my best not to do any
1: complaint. <laughs> you know, because you're so mindful and everything. I do try my best not to complain. I I do have some stories on that. Uh, but it's hard. I think once it a is. complainer, always a complainer. I no, just I, no, no, I, I, no, 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 no. No, I try to change. I'm trying to change. <laughs> that's where
0: I am going to speak right now I am a recovered complainer (laughs) I used to complain about everything I mean everything and I feel like my family it's a big family of complainers like I am so I used to complain I think I was raised in an environment where everyone complained and there's something about complaining, just like you said, right? Like it's so satisfying when someone starts, especially at work. Right? Yeah, if there is something wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like a snowball. Like, yeah, like, I want to okay, talk about let's talk that. Talk about what is not right right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, how can we feel
1: that we are together in this complaint? <laughs> Oh, I'm glad. I'm so happy to hear that you're a recovery complainer. I mean, that's, that's great. I am on my way, I think, to recover. And I think I I do much better today than I used to. But, wow, good, good for you. And I I have to tell, I know Vivian for, for a long time, and she is not a complainer. I will never classify you as a complainer, ever. Not even, I try not to complain. I think that, but, although
0: I'm not a complainer, I don't think that it's okay for us to like repress our feelings, right? Sometimes we're upset, we are angry or we just don't feel good. And it's okay, like a certain amount of venting. And it's actually, I actually read in the New York Times, I think recently that venting can be good, you know, to engage in. But I, and I think it's a stress reliever in some ways, but I think on our daily lives, I think there is a limit, you know, there's that point that if you cross it, then the damage is done. And it's very easy to go like from complaining a little bit, venting a little bit, to complaining about everything. Is overventing a word? <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't know. I do, I definitely know people that overvent.
0: <laughs> is that even a word? I don't know.
1: I don't know if I... <laughs> <laughs> I was telling hey feel free to call me if you need to vent and then I like sometimes they do call me and they totally over vent I was like okay a little bit too much here <laughs> well
0: the thing that I noticed for myself since I used to complain a lot and now I don't I think that when I used to complain all the time um about little things like the weather or like, oh, I'm fat today. I'm bloated. This clothes doesn't look good on me. And like, oh, my dog is so needy. I'll complain about everything. But in general, I think I had a more negative and pessimistic attitude about life. And, and then I'll focus so much on the thing that I was complaining that I forgot to redirect energy on the solution of things, you know, because I was so focused on what bothered me. That I kind of stayed in that space longer than I wanted to be. I also, thinking back, I thought I think that I was very rooted in the black and white mentality like, this is bad and this bothers me, and there's only one way to make it good, and I don't have access to that. So, you know, it was like good or bad, but it, there was nothing in between, in between. So, I think I got much better after I started practicing, like not complaining, not like bringing, taking it out of my head, like the complaints I have in my head.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's important to stop one second and try to understand what is going on, right? In -hmm. your mind, in your head to be able to analyze and try to get better. For me, I I don't know, I, I grew up complaining about everything. And it's just, I think complaint is also a way to connect with other people right as you said like if someone is complaining you're like hey let's complain together and then you end up like bonding with people over the same complaint you know or the yeah. same things that they are unhappy with you're unhappy with and it's more common for you to bond with someone more deeply if it is about complaint that it is about like be thankful for example you you don't go to a stranger and say like oh, what a wonderful day. I'm so thankful for the sun. And they are like, me too. And then you're totally bound over that. That doesn't happen, right? But if you're lying in the line, like in the grocery store, and you're waiting for the sandwich to be uh, ready and it's taking like 40 minutes, you're like, man, this is taking so long. And the person's like, yeah. And then you're kind of like bound over this, you know, complain about the wait time. So I think it's like, it bound people or connect people together more than the grateful thing because otherwise they're like what is what a bitch is always like so grateful for everything you know (laughs) what an annoying positive Uh, shut up with your thankfulness you know like i just want just want my coffee to be quiet so i don't know for me in my life there was two big events that kind of like showed to me that i was a complainer one of them was when I was still, they, Jason and I were just dating and we were riding bikes together and we were biking. And at that time he was like really big into bike and we were biking together. And I did not like, I was like, I'll do that. It's healthy. It's good for me, you know, but I did not love it. So we would ride together and one of his friends was with us. And then he, as a joke, he's like, oh, I'm going to ride like Natalia now. Oh, my legs hurt. Hey, the sleeve just fell right in front of the bike. I I have to... (laughs) And then he started like complaining, like imitating me, writing. And I'm like, holy moly, maybe I do complain a lot. (laughs) And that is stuck. like is stuck with me, that scene, right? I remember exactly where we were writing, but I just I guess I never realized how much I complained until that moment. And I was like, ah, he's right. I really do complain a lot when I'm writing and I I, I didn't love writing that much, right? Because they would write like a long long distance and I would be tired and I just didn't want to do it, but I was doing it. Um, but that, that was like, okay, I, if I'm doing it, I have to accept it and just, you know, shut up and do it. Yeah. Stop complaining so much. And another one was at work. I'm working and my coworker that sits next to me, he was like, dude, you complain so much. And he was saying like, and he's a good friend of mine. We were super good. Friends. We we get along and we talked a lot. And I was like, and then I stopped and I looked at him. I was like, do you think I complain too much? And he's like, yeah, you complain a lot. I was like, dude, I'm going to start a complaint jar. So I created a complaint ah. jar in, at work and it was at my desk. And I told him, here's the deal. Every time I complain, I'll put a dollar in the jar. And yeah, I had a lot of dollars in that jar. <laughs> <laughs> but I started getting better. Right, and sometimes I would complain about something. I was like, "Oh man, I have to send this email." And he's like, "Hey, a dollar." I was like, "No, wait, that was not a complaint. That was just like a, a it was just a negative <laughs> comment about work <laughs> <laughs> or something like silly, right, or something small like, "Ah oh, man, I, I have to go get food." I'm... And he's like, "Hey, dollar." And then we start like discussing. Okay, I don't think that deserves a dollar. I think that does you know. And but then I start like being more. Um, mindful of the things I say and I start changing a little bit and I I think it did help a lot uh, especially like at work but I had that complaint jar for for a couple months at my desk yeah and it did have dollars inside I don't remember what I did with the money I think I just took it after (laughs) after (laughs) I (laughs) did the jar. we moved buildings or something and I was like okay I guess that's it my complaint jar
0: (laughs) yeah well I think everyone complains I think it's part of life but you know like I mentioned before I think a little venting is one thing but being someone who is always complaining I think that can actually affect other people right that's why your co-worker was like dude you're always complaining because I actually read very recently I think Harvard did a study and um, when we complain we, we have the habit of like having repetitive Thoughts, they're like negative and we express them. We express this so much throughout the day, especially when we are not in a great mood, right? Because then we see everything like in that, the color of that mood that we are feeling if we are upset or like down a little bit. And uh, so those thoughts and the expression of those thoughts, they make us feel powerless. We have feelings of hopelessness because we just see the problem. Then our neurotransmitters in our brain, uh, they they create a little shortcut, a, a tiny, they take a little pause to assess the situation. And when they rewire again, they reinforce the negative thought. So just by having a negative thought and complaining, you accidentally create more negative thought and then you start feeling more shitty. Oh, and then your brain gets rewired, like, it literally gets rewired for you. And you'd have a tendency to have more negative thoughts than positive thoughts, which I think, I don't know about you, but I think, for the most part, when we think about things, we have the habit of like, the first thing we think it might be negative, and then you bring the positive on on top of it, if you have a practice of mindfulness, but I think it's very common that we are negative in our daily life in general, especially with all that's happening all the time. We are bombarded with information and all the changes in the world that have been happening nonstop since forever now. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's a cycle of negativity. And then you start complaining to your friends, to your coworkers, to your family, and then that spreads around you get affected and then you start complaining yourself so talk about spreading energy you know it's like a virus natalia that's like highly contagious and everyone is i getting,
1: know i know but So i have to be careful right especially so um I, I think it's great that you mentioned the study and i think if anyone out there has never seen the documentary called um uh, what the bleep do we know I recommend. I think it's a very good documentary. It's, it's old. It's like from 2002, maybe? I don't even know. It's, it's an old documentary, but it's out there. The name is What the Bleep Do We Know? And it, it does talk a lot about how you're thinking the same thing. Basically, your brain creates the path, right? With your neurons and stuff. They, they do the synapses and they, do, they create a path. And then you think about, or well, you do something, And then the next day you do or think the same thing. And the more you reinforce the habit, you create the habit that is, it turns something natural for your body and for your mind to even think or to do it. Um, the, the, The important thing is for you to be able to create a habit that is actually good and satisfying for you. And sometimes negative things are not that great for you. So you should try to break those. Um, and that's why a lot of studies say it takes 21 days to create a new habit or 21 tries, right. To change a habit is because you have to break that path on your brain to rewire basically your brain. So I, I have to say, I, for example, I never ran before I was not a runner. I did run like in high school, but then I never, I never had the habit of running. And one day during the pandemic, I decided to go for a run. Yeah. Uh, because you know uh, a coach that was was helping me very very, uh, very nice and very good coach on uh, the beach body that I that I joined uh, she was she was saying hey let's try to do a run just to see if we can do that let's do it together and we started doing that and I really got into it and after a couple of days doing it I got used to it That now it's part of my it's, now it's part of myself going for a run and it was never a habit. But I think you can change. So the same way you can change habits, you can change that habit of complaining. I'm not there yet because I still complain a lot, (laughs) but I am more aware of my complaining, I guess, and I try not to do that. But because of what you explained and what you said about the brain and how you actually can reinforce and then can create something to be a habit of complaining, for example, I think with kids, we have to be uh, careful, Mm -hmm. right? Because you were teaching them and they are. Different than us, we have our brain like fully formed and we have our subconscious fully formed there. And you can change that. You can change your subconscious, you know, working on yourself, Uh, but it's harder for an adult than for a kid, a kid from zero to six. That's the age they say that they are forming their subconscious. So everything that you have in your subconscious mind when you're an adult was formed when you were a little kid. Um, so when you are around kids, I'm not saying you don't have to have kids. If you are around kids, right, be be mindful the, to the fact that they are actually creating their subconscious. They are creating their, you know, They're a lot of things are going to impact yeah. On their. Yeah, important things are going to impact on their adult life. Um, so it's it's important. I try not to complain that much, especially around kids.
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you something unrelated to complaints now. I, Mm -hmm. I'm actually thinking about, I don't know if I'm going to get out of the door and run like a crazy person because I don't enjoy, (laughs) I don't enjoy run. I get, I'm going to complain. I'm very subconscious (laughs) I'm very (laughs) self-aware, subconsciously, I'm very self-aware of the way I jiggle when like, were you, am I the only person that like thinks, why do I jiggle so much? when I run and then that makes very unpleasant for me the experience did you ever think about that you all, we all jiggle Not when we run. you really just need the right clothes <laughs> Listen, I don't like it so, I
1: jiggle, so yeah. I don't like running. So, but now I'm. No, I, no, don't hang your keys like in your pants when you're running. That's going to jiggle, you know? Like, just go with like some tight pants and the, the right bra and go for it. And, and, it, and you're just, not going to jiggle. And then I'm
0: just jiggling as a unit, you know, like as a uniform jiggle.
1: <laughs> but that's what every runner is. That The, the runners are a uniform jiggle. That's it. I mean, yeah, if you're going to go run with a bell in your neck, you're going to jiggle more. <laughs>
0: Like today I went for a uniform jiggle.
1: I think I will actually be more (laughs)
0: interesting because it's more (laughs) funny to me. But I, so (laughs) I, I have this about, you know, I don't like, then I don't like running because I feel like, oh my God, it feels weird. And I feel like people are looking at me. But then I talked to you, always talking about running. You're going to run a marathon in October. I think this is awesome. And then you're, you got your friend to join you to run a marathon. I went to wax today and my waxing lady, who is awesome, but I'm not going to tell her name because I don't know if she wants to. But anyway, she's she just told me that she was not a runner. She hates running. And then she ran a fight a 5k and she had the had a blast and she doesn't want to stop now then I'm thinking like maybe I need to run because people say that's so like you know it gives them such a high and they feel so good after so I think I'm gonna start trying I'll let everyone know how is it going but
1: so here is my advice if you're gonna start trying mm. watch the movie called Britney ran a marathon okay that's the title I watched the movie, and that's what motivated me. So thank you, Brittany. I know her real name is not Brittany, but it's a real story. But okay. it's a
0: movie or uh, a documentary?
1: It's a movie. It's uh, a movie based on a true story. We don't like and the same type of movies. You know that, right? I know, I know. But if you watch that movie, <laughs> it may get you like motivated because she was not a runner, and she decided to run a marathon. That's why the name. And I think she felt a little like you, like jiggly. I don't know. It doesn't say that exactly way, but she did not feel comfortable about running. Uh And it's, I don't want to spoil the movie to you, but like the first time she goes for a run, she has like those, um, like comfy pants, you know, not the the right running shoes, like just regular shoes, you know? And then she just goes for a run, like for one block. And she's like, oh my gosh, she's dying to run the first block. And I'm like, I feel you. The first time I went for a run, it was when that my coach you know, told me, hey, let's do this together. Let's try to do a run. And I went outside and I felt weird. And that's how I started. So because of her and her new, like, let's do a run. And the first time I went outside to run, I felt like everyone was judging me and everyone was looking at me. So it was weird. And I know we totally changed the subject, by the way, from complaining to writing. It's
0: okay. (laughs) Don't complain that we changed the subject. Okay. Try (laughs) to be
1: more positive.
0: Cultivate positive thoughts. So going back to complaining. (laughs) uh, No, but I'm going to say something about complaining. I personally think, I don't know if people want to manage their urge to complain, as we saw in this podcast itself, is very hard not to complain about things. But I personally think that it's good to check your emotions if you want to improve that habit, if that habit is bothering you in any way. If when I'm about to complain, I do a quick, you know, it can be like a second of checking in, like, what am I feeling? What emotion am I feeling? And if I'm feeling like somehow an imbalance, like I feel a little bit too angry, a little bit too upset, a little bit too hurt, anything that's overwhelming, I pause and I try to create some space so that feeling can like live within me. And I know that sounds like, you know, like la dira type of talk. <laughs> like, how can I do that in my daily life? But truly, if you practice, it, that will be such a uh, a quick process that you with practice, with time, you can do that like super quickly and then you know what's the next step. So if I check and I'm in balance, I also think like, well, I'm feeling so overwhelmed with like, I'm upset at my husband, let's say, for example, like Mr. Vivian pissed me off and I'm like, dude, I need to talk to him. This is, I want to complain, right, about something silly or maybe something big, but my my space of mind and my heart is like in the space of like, overwhelming emotion, I usually take a pause and I choose to talk about that later when I'm not feeling that overwhelming feeling. Because it's also for people who are taking all your complaints, it's it's a hard baggage, you know, it's like a dump that you do on the other person with all this yuckiness of your feelings. And sometimes people are not ready, you know, to receive that. Sometimes people are not ready to process uh, the things that you're complaining about. I think, I don't, I it's been a long time, I, I'm not in a workspace. Uh, my works were the, my jobs were very alternative I worked as a babysitter I I worked as a receptionist as a, at a sick temple I uh, was a yoga teacher so they're not workspaces where I was in the office with a lot of people but I would imagine that even in a workplace it's just not fair to dump things like that on other people what do you think because your workspace is more like you have a lot of co-workers right?
1: Yeah, I do. And I have to say, I really, truly love what I'm working right now. And I love the people there. And I got for a habit of trying to make the workplace a better place. And I do know there's always those employees, those coworkers, right? That they're just, they, they just, I used to complain. It's like, oh, because I'm tired. So you try to not engage into that, you know, not, not engage into that type of conversation or if they are having conversation that is about complaining let's try to change this around you know like to make it this a better environment because i do think that if we complain too much and just bring the negative stuff then we're just like making it worse you know you're talking about you're talking about that person that's literally like a chronic
0: complaint. right? They yeah. complain about everything. there are, pe- everything. Everything. Yeah. There are yeah. people
1: like that, right? So I try to like turn around, and of course, and sometimes you you have to have the sympathy and it's like. Oh, it's so cold in the office. The air conditioning is set up, or like you're like, man, yeah, I, I, I it's cold. You know, it kind of like you, you engage that is one little complaint. But if you, if you feel like it is too much and all they do is like complain about this and that, and I'm hungry and I'm blah, blah, blah and then you just try to, to change it around a little bit because I think it does affect, as you said, like affects everyone. Right. Yes. And if it's a change. Yeah. I try, I feel like our responsibility, not only like in a, and the company but in the world is like let's try to make this a better place and if i'm gonna bring everyone down then i better just excuse myself you know and try to recompose myself and and put myself in a situ- on in a, in a state that is a little happier and motivational instead of you know dragging people down because I, I try not to do that i fail a lot at home I think i am very successful when it comes to work i can be very positive and yeah and uplifting right and with friends and at home i feel like i fail way more than i i wish i would like i like with my husband i think because we are more open to people closer to us right they end up getting more of our bad side and complaining side that everyone else so I, I i am trying to get better on that but anyway we can always work you know on ourselves and and try that's all we can do i i was reading about some
0: ways to manage the urge of complaints complaining all the time and i read that journaling is a good option i would say that i have done that where If I feel really sad and overwhelmed or if I feel something is really like nagging on my brain, like, oh, this is annoying. This is annoying. I would just open my journal and just write everything I think with no filter. Like sometimes I'm really nasty. (laughs) I just write the worst things. And when I'm done, I feel better. So that might work for
1: some people. Yeah, Journal doesn't work doesn't work for me you know i told you that before right mm-hmm. yeah but, but no it doesn't work for everyone if it doesn't if you if anyone out there it doesn't is not good to journal or to it's not good at that like me somehow i can't get to you know write the stuff down the the complaint jar really helped me and it doesn't have to be a complaint jar that you put a dollar it could be something like you have to i don't know do something every time you complain even if it's in your yeah. mind just to pay attention to how many times you're yeah, doing every day
0: just to bring awareness you can be creative the complaint jar can be anything the like you said doesn't need to be money it could be like a little chore you need to do instead of complaining you can actually do a jar full of suggestions that are like helpful and positive and every time you think about complaining you take one suggestion and you're supposed to do that instead of complaining that could be a thing it's a little labor
1: intensive but I think it could be cool. I think Vivian is getting excited here with the... Oh, <laughs> like, let's do that. <laughs> I love projects.
0: I love that. <laughs> <tell. laughs> let's turn and this into I a I also project. love writing. Then, as you were saying, I was already thinking, like, that could be really cool. I can write about this I, know. That. I could tell. <laughs>
1: i like, yeah, no. do this
0: into something fun. Woohoo! I like that. Um, I think that an obvious thing and you know if you feel like if you feel that your complaints are like really like bringing you down and you feel actually a little more depressed and that's why you complain and you know always look for a counselor look for a psychologist I know not everyone can afford that or look for that friend that you feel like every time I talk to this person they give me a perspective that is different than the one I have, they take me out of the space, you know, there's always someone that will be helpful, you can always write to us, right, we are on Instagram now, we have a Facebook page, you know, Happy Go Moody, the name of the podcast is simple to find, write to us, I think we'll be happy to connect with anyone who needs help, or wants to suggest something, or wants to give us a tip, like, hey, why do you guys talk like
1: this, or that, we are, we yeah. are happy we can, to hear your, your you can even write or call us if you want to if you want to overvent okay we're that we're here for that too so first of all or overvent we're... is all good
0: <laughs> it's the overvent words of the day like terminology of the day Overventing, learn with natalia how the art of overventing and what did i call the running jiggling uh, compact unique? jiggling. I compact jiggling. Was it Vivian compact it was
1: 25 jiggling or something like that? I don't think it was compact I jiggling. I can't
0: remember. And
1: you're gonna have to I'll, you're gonna have to I'll listen have... to our podcast to remember. <laughs> Please be our listener. <laughs> Vivian? hit play. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. I'll listen to
0: it later. I'll leave the terminology available for whoever wants to use in the comments. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you oh, have gosh. any any suggestions for people who want to like try to reframe things in their mind and stop complaining? No, I have some complaints here, but <laughs> Oh my god, I'm
1: <laughs> I know I honestly I'm open for suggestions because I <laughs> who the heck am I to give people suggestions? if I complain so much this is a (laughs) terrible episode (laughs) I'm just saying
0: I would say think about solutions think about solutions you have something you're complaining about you have the power to change the situation, don't you? unless the complaint is about someone else, we can't change the other person but Maybe you can change the way you do things around that person, like think about solutions because everything has a way through. At least that's what I believe. Everything has a way through.
1: Yeah. And if the complaint is about a specific person, what I use for myself to not complain so much about people is using, and I think we talked about that in other episodes, using compassion. So because I think we complain so much about other people and sometimes we just Mm. don't understand you know, what they are going through or what they went through or what what made them be the person they are. Right? Yeah. So, compassion may help with complaining about others, but okay, hey, are you happy now? I have a suggestion. Yay!
0: So, we're going to end here since Natalia has only one suggestion and she feels <laughs> like she's a big complainer. <laughs> my suggestion, my main suggestion is change the way you think about things, you know, rearrange the way your brain thinks about things think about solutions like find a way to like get that energy that complaining in the energy out and that has been our happy go moody podcast where we over sometimes but we are happier listening to us